On today's show, Ford and Daimler and their fuel cell partnership. Hey, could car sales drop by millions of units in the American market? And Volkswagen slapped with another fine over its diesel emission scandal. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. The UAW elected a new president yesterday, Gary Jones, and for the first time, the union will be led by a certified public accountant. That may be the perfect background for the union, which is being investigated by federal prosecutors because of union leaders who funneled money that was earmarked for training into their own pockets instead. Hopefully, having a CPA as president will impose tighter financial controls on union leaders to lead them not into temptation. And in other management changes, General Motors Chief Financial Officer Chuck Stevens announced he's retiring after 40 years with the company. He'll be replaced by Diva Surya Devara, who is currently GM's Vice President of Corporate Finance. She played a role in selling off Opel, acquiring Cruz, and the recent SoftBank investment into GM Cruz. So far this year in the U.S. car market, the SAR is running at 17.1 million vehicles. But as part of its contingency planning, FCA is getting ready for a SAR of only 14.4 million new vehicles in 2020. And that's not the only one with a bearish outlook. Merrill Lynch is forecasting the SAR will drop to only 13 million in 2021. In other words, we could see sales of new vehicles drop by 3 to 4 million units in just the next two to three years. And if that happens, then we're going to see which automakers and suppliers really know how to run their business. Still to come, Volkswagen just can't seem to shake its diesel cheating scandal. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Volkswagen is still being punished over its diesel emission cheating. Germany just fined the company a billion euros, which is one of the largest fines ever handed out by German authorities. But that's just a drop in the bucket to the $25 billion in fines, penalties, and restitutions that the company has paid so far in the United States. Toyota, Honda, and Hyundai all sell a small number of cars powered by fuel cells. In fact, Honda and General Motors are developing fuel cells together. And Volkswagen is working with the Canadian company Ballard to develop fuel cells. But Ford and Daimler are abandoning their joint venture to develop fuel cells. They're going to take that work in-house instead. And here's our AutoLine Insight. Sure sounds like this is a cost-cutting move. Probably neither Ford nor Daimler see any near-term payoff making fuel cells, and so they'll likely take that money and put it into battery electric cars. And in other Ford news, the company is beefing up its hybrid and diesel lineup for fleets. The taxi version of the Transit Connect is now offered with a 1.5-liter diesel that's expected to return a highway rating of 30 miles to the gallon. And the new Fusion Hybrid Taxi is projected to get a combined 38 miles to the gallon. Ford also announced that the police interceptor utility will come standard with a hybrid powertrain. The EPA numbers will hit a combined average of at least 24 miles per gallon, and that's a 40% improvement over the current 3.7-liter V6. 
Ford expects that the fuel savings could help law enforcement save $3,200 per vehicle in fuel every year. Coming up next, GM explains how its super cruise system responds in a medical emergency. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. GM's semi-autonomous Super Cruise is a great feature, but what happens if the driver suffers a major medical emergency, like a heart attack while the system is engaged? Will it just keep on going? On last week's Out of Line After Hours, we were joined by Jason Dittman, the chief engineer of Super Cruise, and he explained how the system responds in those situations. At some point, if you've ignored the warnings, we assume that there is some medical condition going on with the driver. We'll bring the car to a slow stop, controlling it in the lane. Hazard lights will be on. OnStar emergency services will call into the car. And if the driver is unresponsive, then they will call first responders. Mm -hmm. so, so, But we will bring it to a stop in the lane it's in slowly with the hazard lights on to not have issues with uh, rear end accidents behind. Which could still happen anyway. Could still happen. So that, that's what I'm wondering. In future iterations, as you get more and more comfortable with the technology, are, is there thought to just pulling it to the side of the road? Maybe. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of there's talk. a lot of complications <laughs> associated associated with with doing that, mm -hmm. um, and and you know just one of those is well you have to know exactly what lane you're in right. and have confidence uh, of yeah. what lane you're in to be able to do that. And right now, if we go outside the lane line, we escalate. Right? We say come back in because the cars crossed the lane line. Um, so those are a lot of things that we'd have to get over in order to do that. And don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours later this afternoon. We're going to have a lightning systems in the studio talking about how they convert Ford Transits into electric vans. So join me and Gary Vasilash and Todd Lassa from Automobile Magazine for some of the best insights as to what's going on in the automotive industry. But that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.